This episode of Seniors Today is brought to you in part by DuPage Medical Group. Welcome to Seniors Today, a talk show focused on what seniors and their families need to know to live their very best lives. I'm Denise Vaughn, the administrator at HomeWatch Caregivers, and today we have with us Dr. Kate, our physician expert on plastic and reconstructive surgery of the breast, body, and face with DuPage Medical Group, and our guest, Tammy Smith, community liaison from Three Oaks Hospice, to talk about how we can age gracefully and what are some of the options for fighting sun damage, skin cancer, sagging skin, and maybe even our muffin tops and double chins. Welcome Dr. Kate and Tammy. We're so glad you could join us. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Thank you. I, I'm so excited to be here and to learn more. Well, I feel like we're just, you know, three girlfriends having a talk with a glass of wine about our skin and our bodies and our body image. And I like feel so honored, Dr. Kate, to have you here to answer some of our questions. So this should be really <laughs> fun. Um, the first thing we wanted to learn a little bit about, Dr. Kate, is tell us about your specialty and what kinds of patients you typically see. So as a plastic surgeon, I see a very wide range of patients. I see both males and females. Predominantly, my practice is females. Um, I see females of all ranges. Uh, majority of the females that I do see tend to be in their late 20s, and I see patients all the way up to their 80s and some in their 90s. I do both, both reconstruction and cosmetic procedures, and the entire goal of my practice is to make patients feel better, um, make them feel more confident, and help them solve their problems. So I take time in my practice to really get to know the patient, um, get to know what it is they're looking for, and then I let them know how I can help them. Sounds perfect. I know every time I'm with girlfriends, the, you know, the topics always come up. So if we first wanted to talk a little bit about, we'll start with skin. Um, you know, so as we're thinking about skin, what are some of the things that people can do to really help age gracefully? So the skin is the big is the largest organ in our body, and one of the things that they're doing is they're getting excellent skincare. And patients are starting early to help prevent future damage, so that their skin can look better at 50 than it did in their 40s and 30s. Some of the one of the most important things is, of course, sunblock, sunblock, sunblock. No tanning beds anymore. Um, they're doing things like vitamin C in the mornings, retinol at night that's helping their skin turn over and increasing their elasticity and decreasing their lines. So that's one of the most important things that I talk to my patients about is skincare because that's the basis of any and all procedures moving forward. Well, I love hearing that there's actually hope for us because Tammy, do you want to talk a little bit about the advice we got when we were in our teens and our 20s? Yeah, Denise, there was no advice. There, we we were not educated at all, were we? We laid on on tinfoil sheets with baby oil and iodine. Um, we we just didn't have that fear. There there wasn't any sunblock or or SPF anything when we were in our teens, was there? So yeah, I just you know I think we are more aware. We are more aware, and I think we are more careful now. But you know sometimes the damage is done 
right? No, exactly. And, and I think, you know, Dr. Kate, you talked about some of the things that we can do to, you know, that are preventative and um, to help uh, our skin look a little bit better. Are there things that maybe we can do if we have damage? You know, are there, you know, because I know sometimes, you know, we've got some darkening on our face or some, you know, deeper sun damage um, caught lines. Um, so is there anything that we can do to maybe turn back the clock? Absolutely, absolutely. You know, I, Tammy, you're absolutely right. We did used to give out that advice and we all used to participate in that sun-induced injury of the skin. And now that we have it, there are lasers that we can use to treat those dark spots and help reverse the time, reverse the time and reverse those signs of aging. We can use lasers and uh, creams to help reverse those lines and that loss of elasticity that all of that injury has caused. So it's really important to go see a provider so that we could talk to you about the particular laser that you would be a candidate for. Sometimes it's a peel, a laser, um, or maybe a cosmetic procedure, a combination of all of those that will get you to your end goal. We didn't have, Denise, we didn't have the ability or, or the, the products to even sunless tanning you know to put a lotion on to, <laughs> to get the effect that we we were looking for we did we didn't have those options no we and had, we had copper that, tone know, qt that made your face orange that was about all we had <laughs> that was about all we had right right so and i do think that you because we, we we've gained more knowledge and even you know we go denise you know we're, we're, we're beach goers i spend a lot of time on the beach with my family and on a boat with my family so it's it's tricky it's tricky uh, but i found find that beach wear beach gear it, it's even changed over the years you know there there's there's many more options to to keep us safe and covered you know especially when i'm looking at my grandkids going you don't want this right you need to well, you need to put on that sunscreen and get in the shade, yeah. No, but you bring up a good point. I mean, we, you know, I think the sun makes us feel better. I think we all feel a little bit better when we get a little bit of color. I think, you know, we first are talking about, you know, the sun and the damage it may cause, you know, just from how we look. But, you know, Dr. Kate, do you want to talk about maybe what might happen that suspect? You know, um, I know that skin cancer can one, be one of the biggest problems and a lot of times it, it's missed. Can you give us a little bit of advice on looking for problems like that? Absolutely, absolutely. So with skin cancer and looking at lesions that you already have, what you're looking for is growth, changes in the color of the lesion, maybe inconsistent color. So something got darker in one spot, a bluish discoloration. Um, irregular borders, those are all warning signs that you need to go see your dermatologist sooner rather than later. Another important factor to consider is that if you're being followed by a dermatologist and they tell you to come back in three or six months for a follow-up exam, it's very important to actually go in for your follow-up exam. A lot of times it can be concerning to get you know, news that you need a follow-up exam, but it's really important to stay the course because if you do have something, it's important to treat it early and not delay that treatment. No, you bring up a good point about having a dermatologist or being able to see a specialist like you, really maybe even before you think you need it, right? You know, because it, it may just be, we go see our primary care doctor before we're sick, and I think, you know, it would be really helpful to have, you know, kind of a full body check and just an assessment to see, well, hey, I might not be ready to do something now, 
but you almost maybe want to know what your options are. And, you know, Tammy, that was making me think, you know, I know we have a lot of the same friends, but, you know, do any of our, our have any of our friends talked to you about things that they may have thought of doing? Are they hesitating? Do they say, Tammy, what do you think? Should I do this? What are, what are people, yeah. you know, our age and a little bit older, like thinking and saying about getting things that might make them feel better? Uh, you know, I do think that the people don't talk about it as much as they they are getting it done already. Um, I think that it's not as taboo or hush hush though anymore as it as it used to be. Um, you know, I talked to um, one of our coworkers just this week, and she was, "I got Botox this morning. I feel great." You know, so. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I I, I, I I do think that um, I haven't had anybody come with concerns of if I should or if I shouldn't. I think that they're they're comfortable with that. I do have um, you know concerns of skin lesions. You know, just being on the beach with my sister-in-law and looking at something on her back and going, you know what, that doesn't look right to me. It really doesn't look right to me. Promise me you'll go see a dermatologist when you get home. And lo and behold, she did. And it was, um, it was cancerous and she gets her body checked. It was early and she gets, but she gets her whole body checked every, every year now. Oh my but, gosh. Tammy, that's, know, that's amazing though for speaking up, you know, just for, I mean, I know we're in, you know, the healthcare field, so we're a little bit more um, sensitive to that, but that probably made a huge difference. And, you know, one thing that you're making me think, you know, is like, Dr. Kate, do, do people when they come, either whether it's for something that may be, you know, something suspect or they may want to just look better and have a procedure, do they come in and ask for what they want? Or do they, do they kind of say, oh, doctor, what do you think? What will make me look better, feel better? How does that process go? How do you talk to your patients about those kinds of things? So usually patients come in with a concern, an area that they want to address. When I speak to, when I talk to my patients, I always let them guide the conversation and tell me what it is they're looking to address. Because we're all different, we're all beautiful. The goal is for us to feel confident and feel happy and live the lives we wanna live. And so to get my patients to that goal, I have to find out what it is they're concerned about. Um, and frequently patients do come in asking for a certain procedure, but then we get into a discussion of options and things that they're candidates for um, and things that are actually gonna get them to their end goal. And majority of the time, it's not what they thought they were coming in for. But one of the things that I hear the most frequently from my patients is that they wish they would have come to see a plastic surgeon sooner because they just didn't know the options that were out there. And you have to remember that new things and new treatments, new procedures are coming out all the time. And so I get to share that with my patients. And that may not be out um, out in the media yet, and that's very exciting for them and for me. Well, I think that's what's exciting about doing this show is the fact that we can have this conversation because, you know, as I was thinking, 
there are not a lot of ways to get information except, you know, we all do our Google searches, but if you do have a relationship with the plastic surgeon, you can have that conversation. Um, you know, I have actually had rosacea and had a go through laser treatments and I was so thrilled with the results. And then I loved having a person that I can have in my life for the next five, 10, 15 years that may still help me with what I, you know, what I would like to have done to my face so that I'm not red or I'm not getting broken out. So you're right, that relationship is awesome. And you are like a girlfriend that I'd want to hang out with and talk about my face. So we'll have to, <laughs> we'll have to do that. We have to take a break. So thank you so much for talking this first half and then we'll be right back with more seniors today. Spa celebrations, driveway defense, screened in salons. You found so many ways to improve your family's well-being while at home but some care is better left to the experts. That's why DuPage Medical Group offers safe, convenient access for everything from routine checkups to visits with specialty physicians. Because staying healthy keeps you ready for all the good things to come. DuPage Medical Group, we care for you. Harbor Chase is a newer assisted living community located on the north side of Neighborville. At Harbor Chase, we offer several lifestyle options. You can live here independent and have three meals a day prepared for you. You can live here in assisted living and have some personal care needs provided for you. And of course, we have an outstanding memory care community we call The Cove. Some of the amenities that we offer here, first of all, outstanding hospitality. We have three chef-prepared meals every single day with a beautiful variety of options at every meal, lunchtime, and dinner. Our fusion lounge is our cocktail lounge where we have daily specials of different types of drinks. We have a trivia contest. We watch football games and baseball games in the lounge. It's a lot of fun. And of course, happy hour. You have your own apartment and one bedroom apartment. Decorate it with your own furniture so it feels like home. Big bathrooms with walk-in showers so they're safe. Our life enrichment activities programming is outstanding. We do fun things like let's make a deal and we go on trips to the theater and we take just fun outings to go enjoy the beautiful weather. And then of course the quality nursing care. Having nursing available 24-7 if you need it and so that makes a real nice sense of security and safety for the residents themselves and their families. People often ask me why should someone move to Harbor Chase and the answer is simple to be with other people, to have socialization, to have good nutrition, to have nursing care available if you need it, to make quality of life and healthy aging, to keep your brain stimulated, to have friends, that's why you should move to Harbor Chase. Seniors Today. I'm Denise Vaughn, the Administrator at HomeWatch Caregivers Home Care, and back with us today is Dr. Kate from DuPage Medical Group and Tammy Smith from Three Oaks Hospice. Now let's talk more about the options there are for cosmetic procedures. Nearly 2 million cosmetic surgical procedures are done and 16 million minimally invasive cosmetic procedures are done annually. So somebody out there is getting all kinds of good stuff done. Um, we want to talk a little bit more about what people are looking for and what they can expect in their journey when they're really thinking about more than just facials and more than just skincare. And I know one of the things we were talking about is 
you know, what do we see? What do we feel? What would we like to see being different? And Tammy, I know you were talking a little bit about some people in your family. Yes, yes, my, my, my dear grandfather, and he had jowls down like a basset hound and he would shake his head no and that, everything would just shake with them. And I saw my mother kind of, you know, age with kind of that same form happening. And I just thought that Dr. Kate, I just really thought that that was just, that was just my determination in life that I was gonna, gonna be Mrs. Basset hound. But I'm afraid not, I don't think I have to, right? No, you do not. That's actually one of the most frequent concerns that I hear my patients talk about. Uh, one of the things that my patients do early on is they get some fillers to help fill out the face and fill and pull, um, pull, get a little bit of pull on the skin. But the real solution to jowling is a facelift and a neck lift. And when patients are ready for that, it's a really, really great procedure for them because they see a pretty much an instant improvement uh, in their jowling. So this really nice jawline that they're looking for is recreated with a facelift and a neck lift. And a neck lift frequently is something that they need at that point as well. And they see a reduction in the skin, they see that really nice angle show up again post-operatively, which they're very happy about typically. Oh my gosh, Dr. Kate, you make me want to ask so many questions. You know, how long does it take to recover and all of this? But I did want to also think through besides like the neck, what are some of the other more common procedures you see people wanting to look into? Absolutely. So I do surgery both on the face and the body and the body procedures, especially with the summer being here, is something that patients coming, out, coming in for all the time. So tummy tucks, after giving birth, a woman's body changes and their abdomen is reflective of those changes. So women are frequently coming in to have that excess skin excise, that rectus of the rectus muscles plicated. Body contouring with liposuction, so addressing that muffin top um, or that lower abdomen. And our flanks, right? Our flanks are have a lot of hormonally induced adiposity that's there now and they're having that frequently addressed. And we can address that both in the office and in the surgery center, which is very helpful for patients. Well, I think that's one of the things us girlfriends talk, you know, as we're middle ages. I mean, a lot of it is hormonal. And, you know, you're, you someday wake up and your body's not the same as it was, you know, a week ago. And, and some of it is. It's the, it could be the muffin top. It could be the, the tummy. Are there things that patients need to do to get ready to have, you know, a procedure like that? Do they need to lose 50 pounds before they can have a tummy tuck? What, what's the process from maybe the time they're interested until the time they actually go ahead? Absolutely. So we're all different. We all come from different medical backgrounds. For patients who have a lot of comorbidities, we ask them that their comorbidities are under control. So if you're a diabetic, we ask for your sugars to be under control. And that's not for us. That's really for our patients. We want to make sure that we can do the procedures safely for them. I want them to get back to their lives and join it to the fullest. And part of that is being medically optimized. So if there's somebody who, if it's somebody who's significantly overweight, sometimes we do ask them to lose weight before surgery. Um, for smokers, we definitely ask them to quit. Um, being a smoker and having cosmetic surgery, that just puts you at an undue risk of complications. And so we ask them to quit entirely before surgery. Tammy, this reminds me, I feel like we're like, you know, two old people telling our stories, but I remember that plastic surgery was only for the rich and famous, you know? Do you remember right. how that was? 
Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. I, again, I, I do know that that's different or I feel that that's different because I do have um, friends that have had great success after, after um, large weight losses, you know, having, having little tummy tucks and, and things done and it did, you know, they, they're so proud of themselves or I should say a few of them, yeah, so themselves, uh, so proud of themselves for, for sticking the course and, and losing that, you know, 100 pounds, 150 pounds, and, uh, you know, all that excess skin and, and getting that tucked in, and it, you could see the difference, just just more radiant and just so so pleased with, with themselves and comfortable in their skin, like Dr. Kate says, yeah. Yeah, I think that that's what it's about. And I think that's what's so great about us having this conversation. I know some people, you know, have said, oh, gosh, I, I could never do that because I would be off of work for so long or it, it, the pain is just going to be too much. Dr. Kate, do you want to talk a little bit about that, about, you know, kind of what how long it would take to the procedures? Like, let's just talk about a tummy tuck in case anyone <laughs> wants to know, right? Yeah. like me um would you you know i would meet with the doctor we would talk about it you would tell me if i needed to lose a little bit of weight we'd get it scheduled how would it go so it, typically this is an outpatient procedure you come into the surgery center typically done at the surgery center you go home the same day i I'll tell my patients about a four to six week recovery period mm. i try to use pain pumps with all of my tummy tucks and the reason for that is to give you better pain control and decreases your narcotic use. I'm, I stress to my patients that I want them to be off of their narcotic pain medication as soon as possible. It's gonna help you get back to your life sooner. It's not gonna make you sleepy. It's gonna, make, it's gonna help you be less nauseous. And people just tend to feel better without their narcotics. You're not gonna be, be, you're not gonna be able to exercise for about four weeks, but I want you walking pretty much the same day. I prepare, I try to prepare my patients as much as possible before the procedure so that after their procedure, what they usually tell me is they knew exactly what to expect. I try to overestimate their restrictions so that afterwards at about two weeks, I could release them from some of their restrictions and that they know that the progress that they made is because of how well they followed their instructions, how well they've healed and how, much, how well they've made progress afterwards. Well, you just made me think I had a C-section for our first baby and then I had three normal deliveries, but is the pain similar to maybe what a C-section recovery would be or? It's a little bit different. It's a little bit more prolonged because you are getting that, mus that muscle plication with the surgery. That's what's gonna give you that narrow waist and really give you that flat tummy that most women are looking for. It's a little bit different. It's a little bit longer but for all of my patients, which have had C-sections and have had abdominoplasties, they all said that they would have done it sooner if, oh my um, gosh. if they could have changed anything. Wow, okay, so now we're talking about, you know, tummy tucks and my C-section, let's talk about boobs. So, like our older patients, like what's the, I would say like oldest patient that you've had that may have wanted to get a boob lift or, a, you know, an, an enlargement? You know, I, it's hard to say. Um, I honestly don't know. What I can tell you is that we're aging differently. The 50-year-old of today is very different from a 50-year-old 10 years ago. 
we all want to look the way that we feel and we feel a lot younger. We wanna do the things that we wanna do. And that's a lot younger than our previous generation. So it's really hard to talk about age because different 60 year olds are different. And I have to tell you that I've operated on, on older patients and they've done exceptionally well. And it's all because we prepare them well for the surgery, they're medically optimized. And they're typically, they have a great reserve before the procedure because they are trying to get back to their active life. Well, no, you bring up a good point. And Tammy mentioned, you know, we're kind of beach people. I, I spent some time, you know, this winter in Florida and met fabulous people who were in their 60s and they said their bodies, you know, were never better than they were actually in their 60s yeah. because a lot of times when we're raising our family, we don't take really good care of ourselves. You know, and so Tammy, I was thinking about you, you know, on, you know, when you're on the beach, just that thought, like we really could spend time making ourselves feel comfortable and confident. Yeah, yeah, well, that would be nice, wouldn't it? <laughs> that would be nice. I do, and, and, and just to be real, to be real here, and to kind of, you know, we're talking real girlfriend stuff now, that I have to say I'm, I am one of those that from time to time think, it, but isn't it okay for me to be that grandma? Like, is, isn't it okay to let my, my body do what it naturally wants to do? Um, I don't know. You know, we talked about we talked about that a little bit earlier. Did we have some friends that were, had some reservations? And I guess I have to say that sometimes I have a little bit of that reservation that, you know, I, my grandma was fantastic in her house dress <laughs> and who, who, her boobs that were down to her waist and her, you know, Tammy, she, I, she was fantastic. I am so glad. Would she you... look good on the beach? No. So that's, <laughs> and that's where I flip on the other side. <laughs> no, and, I, and I, I am so glad you said that because I, I think, you know, being comfortable and feeling confident may mean different things to everybody. And I think that's, you know, kind of Dr. Kate, what you were kind of saying to me, you know, it isn't really about age. It's about what you think is important and how you feel. And you're right. I mean, I I laugh when you say that because, you know, my grandma Garaputo would have never, you know, had anything done to herself because she liked where her boobs hung and how her face looked and that she had yeah. no hair, <laughs> right? So, you know, we wouldn't want to change those things. But I love when Dr. Kate says that we're younger than we ever were because I think that makes us feel yes. good thinking yes. that. <laughs> You know, I always talk to my patients about the privilege of aging. We see the signs of aging on our faces, on our body, and it's okay. The only things that need to be addressed or we should want, we want to be addressed are the things that bother you. And those are the things that you want, you want to change or you want to see a difference in. And that is the only time to have cosmetic surgery. Uh, we're not talking about constructive surgery. Obviously, sometimes we don't want to have that, but we may need to. But cosmetic surgery should only be done when you want to see a difference in something. It's about what you want, not about what the society standards are, not about what your neighbor wants. It's only to address your, your goals. Do I want to look better on the beach? Absolutely, I do. But am I comfortable in my skin? Yeah, kind of I am too. You know what I mean? So I, I'm, I'm personally for me, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm conflicted. Is that, is that something that you, that you come up, up, up against? Challenging people like me? <laughs> you know, not challenging. I, I love people. Tammy, you're absolutely lovely. But I do have patients who come in and they're not sure if they want to have something done. That's 
absolutely fine. I absolutely love meeting them and I love educating them about all the options that exist. And what I really stress to everyone is that when you want to have something done, when you want to change whatever it is we're talking about, these are the options and we are always here to help with whatever it is you need. But what you're saying is exactly correct. It's, we should all feel confident. If we're confident and we're happy, then we don't need to get anything done. When there's something that we're unhappy about, then we go get something done. Well, we've Agreed. got to wind up. So I just want to thank you so much, Dr. Kate, my new girlfriend, and Tammy, my girlfriend, um, for having this chat with us. And thank you to all of you for watching Seniors Today. This episode of Seniors Today is brought to you in part by DuPage Medical Group.